Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Hello, Brett here. Before we get to today's show, got a quick favor to ask of you. If you've been enjoying the Art of Manliness podcast, I'd really appreciate it if you take one minute to give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. It helps us out a lot. And if you've done that already, thank you so much. Please consider sharing the show with a friend or family member you would think would get something out of it. Word of mouth is the primary way the Art of Manliness grows and spreads. So please share. Text a friend, send an email, do whatever, however you communicate. Tell them to check out a particular episode if you think they'd get something out of it. Thank you for continued support. And now on to the show. Brett McKay here, and welcome to another episode of the Art of Manliness podcast. Now, throughout history, great men have risen that single-handedly built empires and destroyed armies. Their deeds have become legends. In short, they were badasses. Well, our guest today has become an expert on the history of badassitude and has written a book about it. His name is Ben Thompson, and he's the author of the book Badass, a relentless onslaught of the toughest warlords, Vikings, samurai, pirates, gunfighters, and military commanders to ever live. Ben, welcome to the show. Hey, Brad. I just want to say thanks for having me on today. Yeah, it's, it's our pleasure. So, Ben, badass. How did you get started with this badass project? <laughs> well, it's, uh, it kind of came from, from my dad in a lot of ways. You know, my dad was really into history. And, uh, and the way that my dad was able to explain history to me, you know, he was a memorabilia collector. He had all these, like, really cool, you know, samurai swords and, and uh, you know, knight swords and muskets and stuff like this. And, uh, you know, and he would break this stuff out and he would give me these really awesome descriptions. It was like an action movie, the way he would explain, like, Leonidas or, you know, Washington or whoever he was talking about. And it was, like, really intense, the way that he explained this. And then I went off to college, and, or even in high school, and I would learn these same stories and it would just be completely boring, the way that they were presented. So, you know, I wanted to be like, okay, well, you know, I, I'm not really super interested in Washington's agricultural reform. I want to know about all the people that he uh, kicked ass, you know. <laughs> what, what did he do that was, like, so awesome? Uh, I just kind of wanted to find a way to tell, like, the action movie story of these guys and make some jokes and try to make it kind of funny and lighthearted. And, uh, uh, you know, that's it's sort of what I was hoping to accomplish with this. Definitely. And so before uh, you did the book, it actually started as a website. So you're one of these bloggers turned authors, right? So tell us about the, the, your website. Well, the website was started in April of 2004. Uh, and it was just kind of something that I, it's called Badass of the Week. Uh, and then, you know, basically every Friday, I just write a story about some badass from history or, you know, in the website, I have some fictional characters, stuff like that. 
you know, and I just kind of started as a joke. I was really bored at my old job, and, you know, I just started typing these things up and just doing it as kind of a joke for my friends, and the next thing I know, I'm starting to get a lot of hits, and, you know, the counter's going up, 100,000, 500,000, and she's like, oh, my God, this is insane. <laughs> and so, you know, I was kind of lucky to get get on with the deal with Collins to try to get this thing published as an actual book. It's been a great ride so far. Awesome. So you've been doing the, the Badass of the Week since 2004. When you decided to sit down and write the book, how did you decide which badasses to include in the book? Were, like, were there criteria you had, or, I mean, what was it? It was a, uh, it was a grueling, painful process, <laughs> uh, the short version. You know, I basically had this list of, like, 150, 160 guys that I thought were going to be really great for a book like this. I ended up just through a very painful bloodletting. It was like, you know, killing your own children, trying to figure out who I was going to put in and who I wasn't going to put in. Uh, so I ended up coming up with 30 guys who weren't in the book. And then you know, the great thing about doing the website is that, um, yeah, 30 guys that weren't on the website. Uh, and the, the great thing about doing the website is that I've already got, you know, articles up there that people have liked. They get a lot of hits. People have sent really positive feedback about them. So I was able to just basically take a top 10 from the website and then supplement it with some, some guys that I hadn't written about before. Awesome. So uh, who's your favorite badass that you've written about? <laughs> it's tough to say. It's tough to say. You know, sometimes I'm really into Vikings. Sometimes I'm into ninjas. You know, uh, it's really difficult for me to pick a pick a number one. Uh, when I'm trying to talk about the book, the guy that I, I usually reference is uh, uh, an Irish warrior named Wolf the Quarrelsome. And, you know, I just love the name more than anything. You know, Wolf the Quarrelsome. It's like Vlad and Taylor is another good one. But yeah, Wolf was a uh, an Irish an Irishman who um, was around in, I think, the, the ninth century. And these Vikings were invading his uh, his homeland, and, you know, we don't know anything about Wolf of Quarrelsome. He kind of epitomizes the guys that I like to write about, because we don't know anything about this guy, except that he killed a bunch of Vikings at this battle. He almost single-handedly turned back their army. And then when, when the Viking commander killed the Irish king, this guy hunted him down, uh, punched him in the throat, cut out his... Uh, cut open his abdomen, pulled out his entrails, tied one of them to a tree, and then, like, forced the guy to walk around the tree in a circle, pulling out his own entrails until he died from it. So it's like, you know, he doesn't really serve a whole lot of, he doesn't have a whole lot of historical significance, but he was kind of a badass guy, and those are the kind of stories that I want to, that I want to be able to hit with the book. That's crazy. Wow. Straight <laughs> yeah, yourself he was, with your he own was a bad guy. Insane. So, uh, <laughs> uh, who's the most badass U.S. president, you think? There's so many good ones, you know. I mean, you, the, the big, the big three you would think would be, you know, you think are, uh, you got George Washington, you got uh, Andrew Jackson, you got Teddy Roosevelt. Those are the three that are, you know, are really some of the, the toughest guys that have been in office. I like to talk about uh, Zachary Taylor when we're talking about badass presidents because he doesn't get as much publicity or as much credit as some of those other guys. But Zach Taylor was kind of a badass guy. Also, he was a war hero from the Mexican. Uh, American War, he had uh, fought off an Indian attack at this fort with just like himself and two other guys. And uh, and they made him president for the Whig Party because he was so successful and because he kicked so much ass in the Mexican-American War. Uh, but then, you know, he wasn't the kind of guy who was just going to be a political puppet. You know, the Whigs put him up thinking that, oh, yeah, we'll just ride his credibility to the White House and then make him do whatever we want. Uh, but once he got there, they started giving him these orders, and he was like, yeah, I don't want to do that. You're going to have to make me. And then, you know, so he just didn't give a crap about anything. Uh, didn't, basically wasn't a wig in any way. Uh, and when they kept trying to get him to, uh, 
to put his to put their policies forward. He just told them to get lost. Wow. So yeah, he did some some political uh, uh, wavos there. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah, he didn't care. Yeah. Yeah, and like, yeah, I like, it's funny you mentioned you know Andrew Jackson and Theodore Roosevelt. There's a those are two presidents that actually had assassination attempts on them, but the way they handled yeah. it was like really badass. I mean, this is before Secret Service. Um, and I, one story yeah, comes no to mind. Kidding. I mean, yeah, one story that comes to mind is Andrew Jackson. He was like in a duel, or like, you know, he, he, there's actually an assassination attempt, and the guy, the gun misfired, and then Andrew Jackson, like, he's like this old guy goes and chase down the guy and beats him with his cane. I mean... Right. Beat him up with his cane and then build a statue to himself on the site where he was almost assassinated. Yeah. Uh, he was a tough guy. They said that his body used to rattle because he'd been in so many duels. He had so many <laughs> gunshots in him. Uh, and there's a famous story about him being in this duel and, uh, you know, he faces off against this other guy who had said something about Andrew Jackson's wife or something like that. Uh, another guy was this really talented, really, you know, badass duelist. duelist. Uh, and they, they turn, they, you know, 10 pages turn fire or whatever, and uh, Andrew Jackson just basically stands there and lets the other guy shoot him first so that he can take his time when he's aiming. It's just like, <laughs> I mean, that's like balls of steel right there. Yeah, it's crazy. And then uh, Theodore Roosevelt, uh, you know, this was after he was president. He was running on the Progressive Party, uh, the Bull Moose Party mm-hmm. or whatever, and some guy shot him. And instead of going to the hospital, he gets up and gives a 90-minute speech. You know, and shows the audience. Yeah, it shows that the audience's wound is is like you can't keep a bull moose down. I mean, that's just you. you, I don't think you'd ever see that happen today. No, no, not a chance. I mean, standing outside and it's like freezing cold. I believe at the time, and you know, (laughs) in front of all these people. Yeah, unbelievable, unbelievable. Very cool. So, in your book, uh, Ben, you're you're an equal opportunity uh, badass appreciator, and you also include some women. Mm-hmm. Book. So can you can you give us an example of a badass woman and her exploits? Uh, yeah, one of the one of the toughest ones in the book is uh, is Anne Bonny, and Anne Bonny was a uh, a pirate. She you know was living in, living in Nassau. She was the wife of some small time pirate, uh, and then that pirate that she was married to started selling out other pirates to the to the local government for money, and you know she really thought that this was BS. So she escaped and, like, made off with some other pirate guy. And the two of them just basically sailed around, you know, did all the good pirate things, plundering and pillaging and all this good stuff. And, uh, you know, she was dressed as a man for the first uh, little bit of their voyage. Um, But eventually people caught on that she was a woman, but she was so tough. And, you know, it was really bad luck at this time to have women on board pirate ships. But she was so tough and she was one of the meanest people on board that they, you know, they didn't care. She dressed as a woman the whole time, and nobody really seemed to have a problem with it. Uh, and then when the pirates eventually got captured, she, you know, was the only one. Like, most of them were really drunk, and they were ambushed by the British Navy. Uh, and, you know, there was a small battle, and it was basically Anne Bonny and, like, this other woman, Mary Reed, who was the other woman on board. Uh, and they were the only two who fought back. All the other pirates were just like, whatever, I'm wasted, I don't care. Uh, and so... You know, these two women fought back for a while. They eventually were, were, were captured, and as they were being dragged off by the British, they turned the guns on their own men for being cowards. Wow. So, you know, they didn't, they didn't have any tolerance for, uh, for people who, who didn't, uh, didn't want to fight. Yeah, no, no tolerance for wussies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Awesome. Exactly. You know, and, and all the, you know, they, they went to trial, and uh, they eventually were able to get off from being hung and vanished into history. Uh, you know, we don't know what happened to Anne Bonnie afterwards because she, she escaped. 
but you know, during the trials, all of the people who testified against them basically said that she was like the most evil person they'd ever met. <laughs> she was like the worst of all the pirates on board. It was great. <laughs> That's funny. Um, you, you also have a section about badass animals, and uh, one of yes. one of the things I thought the stories I thought was really cool and funny was uh, about a bear that the Polish army <laughs> recruited. Tell us about this bear. Yeah, the bear is on the website. You can look the bear up. His name is Wojtek. Uh, and he was a Syrian brown bear cub that was rescued by the Polish as they were traveling through uh, the Middle East towards, uh, towards you know, going getting ready for their, invasion of, uh, for their invasion of Italy. And, you know, they kind of raised this bear from birth. They wrestled with him. They, he smoked cigarettes. He drank beer. Uh, you know, he, was, he marched, like, on his hind legs along with the men when they did, like, parade stuff. You know, it was just crazy. And, uh, you know, the bear first distinguishes himself by, you know, the bear used to like to take baths in the bathhouses that they would set up in their camps. And he found a German spy in one of these bathhouses and basically just growled at the guy until the guy, like, basically wet himself and surrendered. Uh, so, you know, that was cool. And then... There are reports at the Battle of uh, Monte Cassino, and this is one of the things in the book that's like so insane that you wouldn't believe it, like unless you're able to find you know six to eight corroborating sources for it. But at the Battle of Monte Cassino, he carried artillery shells, you know, walking on his hind legs, carrying artillery shells in his hands from the trucks to the guns. Wow, it's like ridiculous, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, that's unbelievable. That he was, and, you know, he's he's on the all the heraldry of the unit now. He's on their official logo and everything like that. And uh, he was in, in the Edinburgh Zoo after after the war. And his old buddies used to come visit him and like jump down into the enclosure with him and like horrify everybody that was around because <laughs> it's like <laughs> jump into the enclosure and wrestle with him like they used to. Oh, crazy stuff. Wow! So an artillery shell carrying, cigarette smoking, beer chugging bear. Uh, that's yeah, pretty. Not that's, killing bear. Yeah, that, that's that's pretty <laughs> badass. That's definitely badass. So, yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's sort of humbling writing this book because I'm like, this is a bear. He's more badass than I am. <laughs> you know, how is that possible? Yeah, it's, it's, it's Stephen Colbert's worst nightmare, really. Is what it is. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's a sentient bear. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Ben, most of the people you include in the book are long dead. Um, do you have any? Do we have any badasses living among us today? Yeah, we do. We do for sure. I uh, I didn't include any in the book. Uh, everybody in the book is currently dead because. Um, I don't want to get sued. <laughs> Short version. Uh, you know, so you write about, I have a lot of present-day people on the website because, you know, people don't like it. Somebody reads it, you know, they're obviously badass if they're on the website, uh, and they come to me and say they don't want to be up there. It's easy to pull it down off the website, but once yeah. it's in print, you're kind of stuck. So, yeah, there's a lot of really badass people doing stuff right now. You know, you've got... Yeah, you got firefighters, you've got, uh, you know, the soldiers, you've got so much badass stuff happening every day. Uh, the story that I like to tell is uh, a couple of years ago, there was a guy who was a master at arms on a cruise ship, and the cruise ship was coming under attack by Somali pirates. And this would have been basically a complete nightmare if these pirates had gotten on board a cruise ship. Uh, and this guy was, you know, he was master at arms, but he didn't have access to weapons or anything. He didn't have any guns on board or anything like that that he could actually use to fight fight off two boatloads with full of guys with AK-47s and RPGs. So he grabs the freaking deck fire hose for the cruise ship and then just hoses these guys down <laughs> while they're shooting AK-47s at him uh, and f- fights them off with a freaking fire hose. Uh, <laughs> two, you know, like 12 guys with bazookas. It's crazy stuff. That's awesome. That's awesome. So 
been in your book, you, you don't make any bones about this kind of being an over the top, you know, hyperbolic. And it's, it's really humorous, the writing you do. Um, and it, it's definitely, it's fun to read. But were there any real life lessons you took after researching about the, the people and the men you include in your book that has helped you become a better man? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I do try to do a little bit over the top with it, you know, uh, and that's something that, that I think is kind of a, a good flavor for it. You know, I have like Julius Caesar slam dunking a basketball. <laughs> I have like my Viking, he drives over somebody's head with a riding lawnmower. You know, I'm trying to do some funny stuff or do some cool stuff with it. But uh, yeah, in all seriousness, the one thing that will tie all of these characters together, where you have, you know, a Leonidas on the one hand who's defending his homeland, and then on the other hand you've got an Anne Bonny who's making people walk the plank, or Vladimir Taylor who's, you know, murdering his own people. Uh, the one thing that kind of ties these heroes, villains, criminally insane together is that they're all determined. They have this, they have this determination, uh, and they have this one thing that they want to accomplish, whether it's, you know, conquest or... Uh, freedom or whatever it is, and it's, you know they don't want anything to stand in their way. They just will knock down anybody who gets in their way. They'll break down any door, uh, and they just they don't give a crap. They're going to do what they want to do, and nothing's going to stop them. Wow, so determination. Exactly. That's exactly. That's the that's the one unifying factor among all people who are badass. Awesome. Well, Ben, thanks for talking to this talking to us today. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, yeah, it's been great being on. Thanks a lot for having me. Our guest today was Ben Thompson. Ben is the author of the book Badasses, and you can pick up his book at Amazon.com or any other major bookstore. And make sure to check out Ben's website, Badass of the Week, to read about more badasses from history. Well, that wraps up another edition of the Art of Manliness podcast. For more manly tips and advice, check out our website at artofmanliness.com. And until next week, stay manly.
Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate. Pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.